0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the December 8th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Sometimes I read a story and I just wonder if it is true or wishful thinking. That was the case with a linked article by Alison Quinn titled, Putin is preparing to flee when Russia implodes, X-Aid says. The title pretty much sums it up. If true, maybe good news. Boeing made its last 747 jet after over 50 years. Some U.S. libraries have drag queen story hours. I don't have an issue with drag queens participating in story hours. I do have an issue with drag queen-only story hours. Some of these same libraries have banned Kirk Cameron from reading his book based on Christian beliefs. Cameron says his book... "...teaches biblical wisdom and the value of producing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control." "...and suggests that diversity should include Christianity." Moving on. Sometimes politicians have a choice between bad and bad. We can look at what they choose and say, that was bad. Well, yes, but it was not like there was a good choice. That is my thought this morning on Brittany Griner. She is the basketball player who was arrested in Russia for possession of hashish oil in vaping cartridges. One story I am looking at says that is illegal in Russia. Illegal is one thing. A nine-year sentence is another. The Biden administration swapped the release of Victor Bout for the release of Brittany Griner. Who is Victor Bout, you may ask? Wikipedia says his nicknames are Merchant of Death and Sanctions Buster. It is alleged that he smuggled weapons into Africa and the Middle East. He was eventually convicted in 2011 for, per Wikipedia, quote, conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens and officials, delivery of anti-aircraft missiles, and providing aid to a terrorist organization, end quote. The Biden administration worked hard to achieve the release of Brittany Griner, and they should get credit for this achievement. I do worry that trades like this encourage wayward countries like Russia to create a pretense to arrest Americans knowing they have value. I'm not sure this was the right choice, but I'm not sure it was the wrong choice either. Sometimes our leaders have to make tough choices. Upon rereading this, I thought I should look up what hashish oil is. Hash is the concentration of the part of a marijuana plant with high THC levels, and hashish oil is an oil version. And this is illegal in the United States. So she was flying internationally from the United States with illegal contraband. And because she did that, a bad man is now released from prison. Did Russia take advantage of the situation? Absolutely. Does Brittany Griner have some responsibility? I would say yes, but assume that will be forgotten. I believe in the constitution. I believe in the need for gun control. Those two beliefs can be at odds. Oregon passed a ballot initiative in November that some say tramples on second amendment rights. I'm going to use this case to suggest why gun control is hard as are other issues. The law requires a permit to buy a gun. Completion of a safety training course to get the permit, which must be renewed every five years. Limiting the number of bullets a gun can hold to 10. Requiring the police to have a gun database. I'm not sure that a 10-bullet limit on gun magazines is appropriate. Maybe 20, since there are a lot of handguns now that have 17. But if the argument is between 10 and 20, then we are close. Here is my problem with the law. It could be a de facto ban on gun ownership. If government underfunds the state office that supplies the permits and then issues few if any permits, then they have effectively banned gun ownership. Personally, I don't like the argument I just made. It gets in the way of reasonable compromise. But it is a tool that gun opponents could use. If you don't believe me, look at the thread of a justification the Biden administration used to justify the college loan forgiveness plan. And I think we are just programmed not to compromise anymore because of the concerns of a slippery slope to a total ban. Just like the folks who attacked the Mississippi abortion law that allowed abortions up to 15 weeks and after that for the health of the mother. Pretty reasonable, but it was vilified. The previous leads me to another issue. I have meant to bring this up for several days. Let me start by saying I am in favor of same sex marriage. The Senate recently passed a bill that would make same sex marriage the law of the land. The Supreme Court has already ruled it as the law of the land, but some argue the Supreme Court may change their minds so the congressional protection is necessary. Andrew McCarthy discusses this in the link piece titled, Extorting Virtue, the Problems with the Same-Sex Marriage Bill. Mr. McCarthy differentiates between being in favor of same-sex marriage legislation and being against the law passed by Congress. My sense of his views is that while he believes marriage is between a man and a woman, we live in a, quote, pluralistic, end quote, society, and we need to compromise. Maybe compromise is the wrong word. We need to be tolerant and, quote, accede, end quote, to the views of others at times. Mr. McCarthy's concern with the bill is that it did not include an amendment proposed by Senator Mike Lee. Mike Lee, I think, shares the view of Mr. McCarthy, but said he would vote for the bill if it included an amendment. Per Mr. McCarthy, the amendment, quote, would have made clear that people who do not embrace same-sex marriage out of religious convention, conviction could not be pressured by government to act against their consciousness. It would have assured that institutions, groups of people, who do not recognize same-sex marriage in their activities or ministries would not be punished by the loss of their tax-exempt status and other legal benefits, end quote. One can argue the facts, but my point in this case is the Senate used to be a place for debate, for amendments, for forging a bill that was less partisan than either side would want. That is one of the reasons for the 60-vote filibuster requirement. I think this was a case where bipartisan agreement could have achieved a better bill. Now lawsuits will be filed against institutions for not supporting same-sex marriage, maybe the Catholic Church, and eventually the Supreme Court will address this issue. I think better for Congress to have addressed the issue. And I blame Republicans. Twelve senators recently and 47 congressmen this summer voted for the bill as is. The amendment failed with only 45 votes. In my view, a better bill would have been achieved if Republicans showed some guts. My assumption is that they were afraid of being labeled homophobes. They should know. It does not matter what they do. The gobbledygook media will attack them. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.